Broad Street Bully Podcast. Talking Flyers hockey. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's episode 347, 347 of the Broad Street Bully Podcast. Holy crap, we're almost at 350. What's up? It's Drew Papsky along with Jeff and Doyle. Happy Sunday. Right in, we're right through November, guys. Let's have some fun today, huh? The Flyers didn't have a great week, but hey, at least they're still playing. At least we have that going for us. What's up? How are you guys? I'm actually by myself. They're not even here. They're just going to look at me. It's fine. <laughs> the first podcast finally, where Drew talks to himself. Yeah, this is finally the episode where Drew just has to be everybody while being himself. Hi, I'm Jeff. I'm stupid. Uh, <laughs> hi, I'm Doyle. My, uh, my blood sugar uh, just... <laughs> No, no, that's that's, that's not me. It sounds exactly like you. <laughs> Hi, I'm Bapo. It is what it is, man. The Flyers this week uh, started off the week uh, for us at least. We do this every Monday. Comes out had a five-one shellacking of the St. Louis Blues. Braden Shen got sent pack, and and uh, Felix Sandstrom got his first NHL win this year. Thank God, thank God. We didn't know if he was going to get a win. Um, then Jeff was saying that last week. We were like, I don't know if he's going to get a win this year because like, it seems to be a Carter Hart's keeping him in games, and Sandstrom just doesn't have enough umph to keep the Flyers from uh, collapsing like Carter Hart does. And then they went on to lose 5-2 to the Blue Jackets, spoiled Tortorella's uh, Columbus return. And then uh, they lost 4-1 at home yesterday for, for us, because this is Sunday, to Claude Giroux's return to Philadelphia against the Senators. So, uh, But the good news is... Uh, Wade Allison lasted a few more games than we talked last week, and then uh, he subsequently, almost messed that word up, got a... Subsequently? Subsequently. Sorry, I'm mush mouth right now. I'm thinking about watching more Bogart movies after this. I got a... He got checked. You're thinking about playing Diablo 2 after this. Dude, that's what we're doing. We're doing a Diablo 2 podcast. (laughs) I actually was playing Diablo 2 whilst watching the game yesterday, and then uh, when Wade Allison went into the boards, awkward, look like he got like a hip, uh, a stick right into his hip. There's no update as of right now on that. I'm sure by the time this comes out, there'll be a lower body injury report Monday morning. But yeah, Bill he, Meltzer said it was a uh, he was clutching his hand. I think that was earlier in the game. He hurt his hand, though. Okay, he hurt his game yeah, earlier. He went in the down end. the he went down the tunnel, and everybody was like, "Oh, cool, he came back. I guess he's not hurt." And then he went in on that check, and then he <laughs> I don't even know how he hurt himself. Well, uh, I didn't he did something to his hip so. or leg, and they had to. Uh, well, it looks like it looked like the uh, opposing player stick. I forget who, who it was. The stick like went like right on you know the top of your hockey pants where there's really no uh, there's really no uh, armor there. It looked like it went right until like the top of his hip, so he could have like hurt a rib or a core muscle or you know i don't know maybe he tore his labor i'm like maybe he'd be laboring buddies i don't know but he does not did not look good he was in a lot of pain <laughs> bless really you surprise thank you so uh he's going to be out of the lineup i imagine for a little bit but at least uh since the last time we spoke to you guys rasmus risked the line and made his way back as playing kind of yeah john tortorella not a fan yep <laughs> Well, the good news is we only have him for, what, six more years? It's fine. Yeah, like four, four or five more years. It might as well be 20 huge, at this point. I'm a, I'm a huge fan of John Tortorella being like, I don't give a shit how many years he has left in his contract. I'm not happy with how he's playing, and that's, yeah. that's, this is what we're going to do. No, I love that. I don't think you're going to find many Flyers fans that are going to argue with that, even the idiot ones. You yeah, know? like I want well, to like Risto, but like the guy is very inconsistent, and once again... 
where this team is currently, it still makes zero sense to sign that guy instead of just trading him when you had the chance in at the trade deadline last year. It's well, I think it becomes apparent right now with the Flyers. Um, yesterday's game versus Ottawa, they lost four one, sure, but they didn't actually play that bad. They actually played a pretty like a solid game two way hockey. Like they, I mean, they didn't have as they had more chances for a while than the Senators did. The Senators forecheck was stifling at times, but the Flyers, I, it wasn't like for a lack of effort, and like it wasn't a wholly lack of uh, execution either. It was just. They just don't have enough talent to keep up with some of these teams. I think it's what it comes down to. They're a one-line team. We're back to where we started this podcast eight years ago. They're a one-line <laughs> except, team. And except the less except, talented one-line Yeah, team. the one-line is worse than the one-line before. And, like, they took some penalties. Some of the, I mean, a, couple, a couple of the calls they were saying, like, oh, I'm not sure. But overall, they took some undisciplined penalties, which hurt them because their special teams didn't bail them out. They couldn't get anything going to the power play, and their penalty kill uh, was getting picked apart by the Senators. But in the end, though... While watching that game and some of these games they've lost this year when they've even played okay, seeing guys like Wade Allison, RIP, uh, Owen Tippett, Noah Cates, like these young guys getting like looks is nice to see, and they are like doing some good things you can take home about. But I just don't know what – I think they're playing above their pay grade right now is what there is. They really shouldn't be on the second line at all. But where else are you going to put them? We're still waiting to hear about Cam Atkinson, and it's just – yeah. I mean, Sedlak was a nice little fill in here, but we don't really have enough talent to, like, Carter Hart can only bail us out for so long, which we alluded to last week. The Flyers are now fifth in the Metro. They are 7-5-2, uh, and two, which still isn't bad, but once again, we didn't know how long this was going to last. Well, I think they kind of showed up against the Blue Jackets and um, the Senators that they just don't have enough talent to compete, and we knew that going in. They're going to win games, and they're more competitive. It lo- that 4-1 loss last night looked way better than any – Three nothing loss we saw last year, in well, my yeah. opinion. Yeah, I mean that's the one good thing is like when they're losing and they're at least still competitive looking. Like last year, they'd be losing and the game would be over by like midway through the second period. That being said, I still think um, playing Diablo two during the game is a much better use of my time. It's almost like I only have so much free time in my night. Do I watch this Netflix show I really like? Do I? force myself to go to this other open mic and work on material or do i watch the flyers hmm. see that's what that's my conundrum <laughs> watching the flyers now is you're, you're seeing just the harbingers of death as they played columbus and zach Wierenski, uh split his shoulder in half and he's out for the rest of the season and then another columbus defenseman is out for six to eight weeks with a broken foot and then they played the senators and and chabot left early with an injury and the Flyers are apparently just uh, bringing death and destruction in their wake wherever they go now. Would you say that they're, they're the Lord of Destruction, like Bale? Are you, Could be, yes. <laughs> not quite I hope there's one like listener that gets any of this, and if and, uh, preferably a female, let's get married. Um, so, <laughs> But, yeah, they, uh, they, I think that just shows the Flyers are playing physical. Yesterday's Senators game was very physical. Oh, it was very – There was a lot of, lot of big hits. What's that? A lot of, uh, a lot of like um, – you know, a little bit of aggressiveness after the whistles, and we saw that Travis Konechny got in a fight, dropped a guy. Um, so we have when you're leading goal scorer and leading offensive player is throwing, as dropping the gloves. That's a good thing to see. However, like I said, still knowing where this team is at and just knowing the salary cap implications moving forward, that yes, we're playing some of the kids. That's nice. Um, but where would we go from here? Yeah. <laughs> 
That being said, this is going to become a part uh, Flyers, part Backstreet Boys, now part Diablo 2 podcast because I want to have fun. And I'm tired of talking about the same sad state of the Flyers every time. I know it's not that sad. And some new listeners are probably like, well, I don't get it. Like, the Flyers the Flyers still are within striking distance of the playoffs. It's like, yeah, we, we just know what's going to happen. And after the last couple sad. seasons. You, you just hope Noah Cates becomes a superstar that he was destined to be when he was not drafted, I think, or whatever. <laughs> Went in the seventh round. I don't know. You know, Let's just hope against hope here. No, that being said, him and Tippett have, have impressed me early on this season. Um, I think Tippett, Tippett has looked much better. Yeah, well, he's yeah. getting more opportunities now in the top six. He was only playing bottom six last year, really. And like, I think Cates has really shown that um, he he wants to be there. He's like he doesn't take it for granted. He's not taking shifts off. You notice Cates way more than some of the um, other players or top players on the ice at all times. I love his game right now. I love that Tippett. Um, has been had more opportunities to get um, offensively set up and take shots, and I don't know. Maybe, maybe uh, Tippett won't be. Everyone was calling him a bust last year because of the Drew thing, but I mean, I think it was way too early to tell. Still, the real is. bummer. The the real bummer about Owen Tippett being good is that Flyers fans finally see that Morgan Frost is a bust because John Tortorella is doing whatever the hell he can to get Morgan Frost some kind of uh, uh like to get his game going, and it's just not. <laughs> working the guy stinks well morgan frost like he did in the beginning of the season he looked pretty good for a few games he just i think he's never been able to consistently put it together at the nhl level which is what we saw from scott lawton early on so maybe he needs to go back down to the fans for a few years and rework his game yes they just a need few to years play him at wing there's nothing else for him to do in the ahl it's make a break time but i think he's a better winger than he is a center yeah i don't know if he's really Tortorella's post-game quotes make it seem like he's not really understanding the uh, NHL level of center that he has to play. So maybe you just take away those defensive responsibilities and uh, put see him, if he can do something. Put him on the third line and let Sedlak play fourth line center. Whatever. Yeah, bring up uh, what sign? What's his face? Anisimov. Oh, hey, is he healthy yet? Make him play fourth line yeah. center. Is he still hurt? Is he mysteriously injured like Cam Atkinson? I think he was skating maybe. with them recently. Yeah, Cam Atkinson being out really hurts because that's like one of our top offensive guys we had left, and him not being there sucks, especially now with Allison going down. Also, Cam Atkinson's injury is very reminiscent of last year at this time when they were like, Ryan Ellis is hurt with a lower body injury, and he may come back, and he may not. Yeah, we don't know what's going on with Cam Atkinson. So what is wrong with Cam Atkinson? He is speaking to the media, though. He was in Columbus. I saw a bunch of people... On Twitter, well, that's where he lives. That's why he was in Columbus. But uh, I saw a bunch of people on Twitter musing that uh, he had myocarditis from the vaccine. Uh, now, unfounded, of course. But we do know that the vaccine was used for mind control purposes. Uh, so I don't doubt it. This episode is going to get COVID flagged and taken off the spotlight. <laughs> yeah. Actually, here's how you can help. I didn't say... I didn't say the vaccine for COVID. I just said the vaccine. You got it flagged. No, dude. They, There's they, only one vaccine right now, Jeff. Listen, sheeple. Polio. Put on your tinfoil hat. Yeah, keep drinking in the early morning hours. Keep that, that'll make it go. Keep sipping it down. <laughs> I, hey, football <laughs> started at 930, all right? You don't, do you even watch football? I watch Tom Brady playing Germany. Tom Brady rules. They're playing Bucky in Germany? Yeah, the uh, the Bucks in the Seahawks. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I was wondering. I'm like, Italians. why the hell is my kicker already scoring points right now? I was checking my lineup this morning. I was like, oh, oh yeah. yeah. It's been a wild game. Tom Brady went out for a pass and slipped. Seahawks picked it off. It's a lot going on. He went out like, wait, Tom Brady like did like like a wildcat formation where he was lined up and went out for a pass? 
Yeah, he was running downfield, and it looked like he was going to catch it, and then he just, bam, slipped. Oh. Rolled his ankle. Like the everything. time he almost caught a, uh, caught a ball in the Super Bowl, and then... Uh, <laughs> yeah, like the time that he slipped in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Then, then Nick Foles caught one. <laughs> we won the Super Bowl. <laughs> uh, sorry. <laughs> and uh, what Tom a- Brady has no wife and no kids and no family. Well, I he think does he's have st- another season with the Buccaneers. I'm pretty sure he still has his kids. You don't just, like, get rid of those. Believe me, no, my parents got, have tried. He purged. <laughs> I don't he purged know. everything when he got divorced. He cleaned up. Went pure. I don't think any of that is founded. So we got yeah, Jeff spouting cons- conspiracy theories about vaccines and Tom Brady today, people. See, come for the hockey, stay for the bullshit. <laughs> is it a conspiracy? Stay for the dumb dumb. We definitely are going to get flagged, though. I love that. It's like, actually, you could like make a joke about whatever, and they're like, here's how this Instagram post is wrong. Click here for more information from the CDC. <laughs> it's like a lot of, You have a lot of confidence that the bots care that much about us. Uh, I just, I've just seen what they've done for like, Twitter's dumb got memes. bigger problems, all right? Like, People are paying to... People are paying to uh, tank uh, medical stock prices by giving out free insulin. Oh, is that what's happening? What did you, you wait? Ha, wait, have, have you not seen this? No, I've not seen this, no. Jeff. What? What do you? Okay, so the long. The also, TLDR before you start, version. I'm just going to let you know I'm taking this of with a grain of salt because you had like to editorialize a bunch of a bunch of criminy bullshit in there. <laughs> Drew hit stop on the record no, no, button. No. <laughs> the the TLDR version was um, somebody made a fake account but bought verification and then it, it was the fake account of some medical like like a um, pharmaceutical company and then they tweeted out good news everybody insulin's free now they're the company the real company's stock price lost like billions of dollars um and then everybody was like oh no wait this is a fake tweet we apologize we're not giving out insulin for free uh twitter is the worst and then uh paying for twitter verification went away the next day so you know yeah, well, oh, so we can't pay to get verified now. No, but you also Damn. won't get free insulin, which is another bummer. Well, you have to pay full price for it. Who cares? I, I don't know how, that already. I don't know how much it's worth, but could you just like a uh, for hummingbird food mix sugar and water together? What's going on? That thing got quiet. Douche chill. Anyway. <laughs> oh God. Uh, I got the most silence it deserved. We're yeah. hitting all the hot topics today. We'll leave that just sit there. Everyone's going to look at like their car like or in their, their headphones. Like, hey, did my phone just freeze? What's going on? So, yeah. No, that was just <laughs> letting that one sit. Everybody was like, shocked by that silence. You know what else would Jeff shock you? doing his own shit. You know what else would shock you? Saving 10% at Philly Goat Co. using promo code BULLY. Really? Does that still work? Yeah, you could save a, a whole 10% off your order, which in the, this, these inflation times, pretty good. Basically, keep it up with inflation. Am I right? Should have bought it back in August. Oh, eggs going up. Exactly. Yeah, it's my new new character called Inflation Comic Drew. Oh wow, these prices are going up, up, up. Just like my blood pressure. My wife comes home. (laughs) Yeah. So we got promo code bully at checkout. Ten percent off your entire order. There's probably plenty of Philly stuff you can get for next year. Uh, you know, or Sixers stuff while they try to figure out they're going to fire Doc Rivers or maybe some or Eagles, Eagles stuff, stuff while they continue about to... their march to the Super Bowl. Go Birds. Hopefully, I don't like how you're an Eagles fan now. I'm hoping that. The uh, Eagles can go 9-0 after beating the Commanders tonight. If you listen to this today, it comes out on Monday. And then the Flyers, I just hope they get a good draft pick and no one else that's <laughs> in part of this organization gets really badly hurt so we can trade them or keep them for future considerations to build this franchise back to being a bubble team and not a shit show team, which we're not at shit show level yet. But like I said. There's plenty of time. Uh, but we've seen it, right? 
it's like watching the small crack in your windshield start spidering out, and you know, like one day you're going to have it's going to go across the whole thing. This is what we're at right now. This is where this is where we're at. We know what that's going to happen with this team, and uh, I'll be here to tell you all about Diablo too, and tell you about how Noir November is definitely a thing. Uh, do yourself a favor, people. It's not a thing. Forget the Halloween movies I, in October. I, I, watch watch one film noir a week, and that's how you you keep your keep it going. I really want to hear more about Noir November. Noir November is a thing, man. Just sit there and like you know get get a bottle of bourbon, get some cigarettes, and do your best Bogart, and sit there and watch it. A dame take over a strong, silent type man who has snarky comebacks. Then at the end, she has a gun, and she's holding it there, and it was her the whole time that killed her husband. And you, you solve the case, but no one will believe you. It's too convoluted, and there's a dark, deep, sinister presence in the city that's infiltrated all of law enforcement and the judges and the magistrates. Uh, see? That sounds right. It's way better it's like than modern, watching the flyers. It's like a modern-day soap opera. Well, no, it's not modern. It's from, it's from the 40s and 50s, Jeff. Come on. It's like a modern-day soap opera. You're like that's a modern-day soap opera with your drama. Noir movies. Yes. Which one would you suggest we watch for Noir November? I mean, honestly, Falcon. yeah, Maltese Falcon's like the number. That's like the one you always go to. I also, um, The Big Sleep was pretty good. Uh, also recommend uh, if you want to watch like a more neo noir, although it's from it's 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 not that you know new, but oh, uh, what now neo noir, like you know, not so much from the forties. You know, <laughs> go with uh, Chinatown with Jack Nicholson. You can't go wrong with that one. Hooah! Um, and I just watched a, uh, I just watched that movie Nightmare Alley. You know that one that came out Guillermo del Toro with Bradley Cooper and Kate Blanchett in it. That just came out like a couple, like a year ago. But that was a remake of an old noir movie. They just had a black and white version on Hulu because he wanted to Guillermo del Toro wanted to pay homage to the old one, so he filmed it so it could be seen in black and white or color. So that works. What is that? <laughs> Who's playing things? Oh, was that the uh, Tortorella quote? Am I, am I losing? I think I'm losing my mind over here. But yeah, no, yeah at our our favorite dunce reporter. Uh, yeah, he, he shall not be named. Carcitti kept <laughs> apparently continually asked about what goalies are going to start, and I guess back to backs or <laughs> at all. John Tortorella is uh, fed up with it. What did he say? What did he say? He just said basically, he's like Sam. How many times do I have to tell you I'm not getting into it with the goalies with you? <laughs> yeah, so we're we're obviously recording this before the Dallas Stars game is over, even started. So we have no idea how that's going to go. However, if I had to put money on something, Flyers lose 3-1. I believe they are, uh, oh, they talked about it yesterday at this point on Saturday at the broadcast that uh, the Flyers in back-to-backs, the Second half of the back-to-backs were a no-win situation all season. So I mean, it's so know. early, but I mean, just knowing and also the stars are better. Yeah, and the stars got uh, embarrassed wherever they played last. Uh, forget I don't know who I was paying attention to that part, but apparently they got a chip on their shoulder now. So I assume, and we're going to look silly if we're wrong, but the stars are going to mollywop the Flyers, just like how the uh, uh, Senators were coming off of a losing streak or something like that, right? I think. Well, the Senators, yeah, apparently, according to Jim Jackson and Keith Jones, the uh, Senators were in a downward spiral for like a week and a half. Nothing like playing the Flyers to write that ship. It's like when the Flyers played the Islanders back in 06. Yeah, it's like, well, we got this. So I don't, I'm not looking forward to it. But the Flyers do have some more games coming up this week. They are going to be on the road. Uh, Tuesday, they take their talents to Columbus at 730. Uh, Thursday, they're going to be in Boston. 
and then for a 7 o'clock puck drop. And then Saturday night, they'll be in Montreal with all those scarf-wearing Frenchies uh, to wrap up their week of hockey on the road. And we'll see what happens. I'm interested to see what happens with Wade Allison in this injury. And I hope yeah, maybe it's not serious because yeah. this guy just can't catch a break. I mean, I know he plays. A, I like what he does and he brings a hard physical edge, but like his body's just breaking down on him every time. And it's always different injuries. It's never like, it's not like a blown out knee, like Sam Morin. It's just like always like something different. We are going to have to take back our, our most improved to Well, we said it last week. For... He's like, he made it through a few games and now we're like, Oh, we jinxed it. But you know what would no I think would solve his problems if he just rehabbed and watched some noir movies while he did it. I think this would really help him just develop uh as a better NHL Nothing. player and healthier guy. Doyle really hates noir November. I don't know why. What's your what's your beef, man? You know it's not a thing. It is a thing. I made it a thing. Uh I agree that it's a thing. And you know what else would solve his problem? If he just went, you know, during his Drew, rehab to, to phillygoat.com. And used his promo code bully to get ten percent off his order. That would solve a lot of things. That would make and him put money in our pockets so we can live in our ivory tower and look down the sinister city that has something below it bubbling deep. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I think Doyle's had enough of me. I don't know why. Noir November. It's I think we're not even halfway November done. It's not even great. the fifteenth yet. Come on. I like Noir November better than what people have called. No Nut November. Yeah. That's just gross. I was like, squirrels are still out there collecting them. I don't know why they're calling it No Nut November. I don't exactly. Now with global warming, winter is later and later. The squirrels need to secure a food source. I think it's just nowhere like victim of this goddamn liberal policies and uh, inflation or whatever else. Vaccine, myocarditis, boom. We just got flagged. Cam Atkinson has something to say about that, allegedly. Yeah, it's going to start, <laughs> start everything up. <laughs> <laughs> Next thing you know, you're gonna get down on 4chan. Did you have to go to find that theory? Philly Goat is back down go, as our sponsor. I had to scroll like I just scroll two times in Twitter to find that theory. <laughs> like, due to unforeseen circumstances, Philly Goat and Broad Street Bully have parted ways over. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, uh, it wasn't even that much work. This. It was like you went to you, you went to the Flyers Twitter and it was like Cam Atkinson skating with the team during warmups because they're in Columbus, and then you just went down the replies of that tweet and you were just like, oh Jesus Christ, what the fuck are people doing? Yeah, well, I just stay off of Twitter, and it's great, and people still cry about Twitter, and I love it. Um, it's, oh, there has been much crying on Twitter over the last two weeks. Oh, I know, dude. Well, try being friends with a bunch of comics, and I'm like, no one follows you anyway. Like, who cares? Did they pay for their <laughs> check marks before it got removed? Uh, no, I don't have any, like, I don't have many com- uh, comedy friends that have check marks. Yeah, we um, were like, uh, our application for verification was pending when it got turned off. That's why we're not verified right now. I do want to thank all yeah, we of... we tried. We really did. I want to thank all of the millions of Broadtree <laughs> Boy podcast fans that came out to my show in the Poconos on Thursday. Wow, what a time. Um, no, no one came. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> Drew yelled at a room of five people. <laughs> no, there was a good amount of people there. It was interesting, though. Um, a lot of Eagles fans. Yeah. I was wearing an Eagles shirt. I was surprised to see the amount of uh, Philly fans out in the Poconos. There's a mix of like New York fans. and. Um, did you bomb and then just break into an E-A-G-L-E-S chant to save yourself? No, I did not. But that's always in my back pocket if I do a local show, of course. There was a yeah, uh, wrestling kinda... ring behind the stage, behind a curtain. Like They'd pull it out for like events there. It was like this little... It was it was very interesting. Um, it's kind of wild that you you only you drove out to the Poconos with only like twelve minutes worth of jokes. You think you would go? Shut the hell up, Jeff. It's like, 
not real. But uh, I just don't know why you would go all the way there with only like a solid ten minutes. <laughs> when you got to fill a half hour, it's crazy. Shut up! Shut up, dog. <laughs> Say what you did. I'm gonna kill everybody. So uh, yeah, I got booked last minute in a local South Jersey show. But don't forget, people, if you want to see me, there's still time. Thursday, December first, I will be down in Northeast Maryland. That's like near Chesapeake City, near the Are water. You start your amateur wrestling career there now too. You can no. Be, uh, rock frozen Drew Pavsky, Stone Cold Steve Austin's brother. And just really <laughs> shitty version. That's a that's the worst idea. So if you want to tell me in person how much you hate that idea, make sure you come out December first to the Naughty Goose in Northeast Maryland. Tickets still available at Drew Papsky on all social frozen, media with the link. The Rock Frozen Freezer would be your Stone Cold Stunner, right? Stop talking over my plugs. And also Saturday, December third, I'll be in Delco. Nobody's coming. Clifton Heights are coming to that one, baby. Clifton Heights at the Polish American Club. It's a fundraiser, beef and beer. Uh, you know, for your ticket price, you get a buffet. There's a cash bar, and you have a, I have an awesome lineup of a great uh, number of Philly and South Jersey-based comedians. These people are awesome. I stacked the lineup myself. I'm hosting. Should be great. Not not a That's stinker awesome. on the lineup, so make sure you come to that. It's for a good cause to raise money for a kidney transplant surgery for a family member of mine. And if you don't support that, you basically uh, are a racist terrorist. So make sure you come to that December 3rd. Don't be racist, or I'll That's attack you with the North. As as um, the just to be sure, though, you can do more than twelve minutes, correct? Yes, Jeff. All right. I didn't. I just. I want to make sure Jeff is referencing this the because the, the person who was running the show <laughs> lit me way early because they weren't timing. And the, yeah. Anyway, inside comedy baseball things, but yeah, we got that coming up December, and then uh, I also got booked for my physical therapist holiday party, which should be hilarious because I feel like I'm not going to be allowed back in the office afterwards. That's a boy. That should the be the guy fun. who gave you the diapy. No, he didn't give or me the lady who gave you the diapy. He didn't give me the cold diapy. No, that the diapy was from the surgeon's uh, medical partner. This guy, oh, so this, this this guy massages this, my uh, hip though for me a lot with the the yeah. percussion this person gun. Just rubbed your shaved balls. My shaved ball and hip. Yes. Oh, sorry, just one ball. So I got one. that going. I got that going for me. So a lot of private gigs coming up here. Just one private gig. The other ones like not the fundraiser is not private because anyone can go. I'd like to sell some more tickets, actually, and help them out. Trying to pack the place, raise money. Kidney transplants cost a lot of money. All the re- relevant. Well, we had our going. Twitter verification that we probably could have uh, taken off a little bit more. With what that. I think Jeff's uh, conspiracy theories about the vaccine really just says down a rabbit hole where we're just going to be blocked. We're going to be shadow banned from most <laughs> public applications now, just because he read verbatim from my diary. I mean, 4chan. No. Um, so there's no rules on Twitter now. Twitter's fun again, I guess. I don't know. That's what people have told me. I don't know. Marzaki was fun again for a while, too. And then it wasn't. I remember. Yeah, that's all your fault. I remember being on Flyers Twitter for a long time and I never. every day. But now I just don't care about anyone's opinions anymore. And I don't feel like engaging in discourse with my fellow man about the Flyers because um, it doesn't bother me anymore. I just do this. Yeah, that's true. I just like to drop in and just post things like uh, our friend angry Jim was talking about Morgan Frost and then it just popped in and was like, but Morgan Frost stinks, Jim. And then <laughs> cause he does. Bill Meltzer, Bill Meltzer has been really defending him yeah, hard, really defending Morgan Frost. And it's, you got to pick and choose your battles, Bill, because Morgan Frost is not the hill you want to die on, but it is still early, right? 
it is. Yeah, I guess. But Morgan Frost is never, I don't think he's ever going to be like, okay. So Scott Lawton came to terms with the fact that he's not going to be the player he was projected to be in the draft. Morgan Frost needs to come to that. He needs to have that come to Jesus moment and then figure out what the fuck he's going to do with it, with his NHL career, because whatever he's doing right now is not working. Well, yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, for someone who's supposed to be like an offensive dynamo, isn't really doing anything offensive. Well, and so. his play is offending me. Am I right? That's offensive. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I am very offended by Morgan Frost's play. But maybe he will do yeah, the Scott Lawton thing. Maybe he'll figure it out, or maybe under a good coach like he has right now, he will figure it out. And also, maybe they'll let him play on the wing with some actual talent and not Nick Delarier. I don't know. Or. Or maybe they just put him to wing, like I suggested earlier. Well, yeah, they put him with like some tap. Maybe he'll fill in. Now that Wade Allison's hurt, they'll bump him up there. Also, don't forget. I think I don't, won't be surprised to see more Kiefer Bellows in the lineup coming up soon. Oh, yeah, I forgot they even had him. Yeah, well, he's been scratched the last Putting couple of games. Putting him to wing solves a lot of problems. Look at how much better Giroux played when he didn't have to be responsible defensively as he was slowing down. Yeah, which makes sense for a young Morgan Frost. And <laughs> in Ottawa. Well, in Ottawa, Drew's playing on the wing, and he's having a not a career resurgence, but he's doing pretty good. He's got a lot going on there. Well, yeah, because he's actually playing. set up a goal. He's playing on a team where he actually has some supporting cast and have to carry them through a two-goal deficit to put this force overtime. It's so frustrating to watch teams, and they're like, this player was drafted. They found this guy in the seventh round. It's incredible how amazing he is. And then the Flyers are like, first-round draft pick Morgan Frost can't stand up on skates. He could stand up. He just, you know, gets uh, not very good on at his assignments. But yeah, uh, it's just such a second bummer. round pick, Isaac Ratcliffe, <laughs> career AHLer. But he's so big. Isaac, he was a project Isaac pick from the beginning. How big Isaac he is. Ratcliffe is the background yeah, character. They actually in, uh, like film noir a lot movie. Of draft experts lauded that pick when they uh, first did. Yeah, this is a project. But we pick. gave up like four picks to move up to get him though. Big goofy guy. But that's it. That's like that's like the Ron Hextall draft, right? You're like you. Uh, I go. I'm going with Morgan Frost. He's a can't miss, and now Morgan Frost can't play offense. I'm like I'm going with Jay O'Brien, and they're like, why? You can get him in the fourth round. At least we like, got no, Farabee. I got it. I got something. Well, yeah, we could have got uh, Keandre Miller, but at the rate that the Flyers are, you know, developing prospects. It probably would have been a giant. Ran him into the ground. We're better off trading away all our draft picks and just saying, listen, we'll give you, like, on pennies on the dollar, we'll trade for this guy. You develop him in your system, then we'll get him back. They Uh, would have Luke shinned Keandre Miller. Look look how good Fedotenko was in his 500 stints with the Flyers. Or Prospel. They always came back and played better than ever because they went somewhere else. (laughs) Yeah, we got to get Paul Holmgren back so he can just trade all the draft picks away. Yeah, see, that's what this team needs. Change. Listen, Chuck Fletcher's doing a pretty good job about himself. Yeah. Well, he's yeah. I mean, he's trading all the draft picks away. He's just not really getting anything yeah. at all. Chuck got in. He got uh, Ryan Ellis. We're spend eleven million dollars on Tony D'Angelo and Rasmus Ristolainen. Are you cool with this? And everybody was like, "No." And he's like, I'm "No, please it. don't." <laughs> no, God, please. I'm going to sign no. Stanheim to an eight-year extension. Is, is everybody Any cool objections? with this? Don't know why I asked. Don't care. Don't. No. Okay. Well. Uh, and then you got Tortorella like, well, the thing I like about Ristolainen is nothing. I'm going to sit him because he stinks. He played. Good he, news is he's here for five more years. He got to play yesterday. Yeah, he, he did. And then everybody was just the like, pair. him and Nick Sealer, baby. Yeah. I just, I, I love John Tortorella because he's like, it's cool that Rasmus Ristolainen hits and that's fine. 
but if you're gonna hit, break up a fucking play. Don't let the puck go to somebody else and then have them score. Well, I like, love the fact that he doesn't break up enough plays with his hits, and that's the downside to him. Ristolainen's no longer hurt, and now he's back in the lineup, but this means Justin Braun's still playing second pair, which to me is just how much longer are we going to keep putting him out there? It's like, yeah. just let him, let him go. Well, let I mean, that just shows you how bad Ristolainen is. I know, but Justin it's like... Justin Braun is playing on the second pair. And this is not an indictment of Justin Braun at all. <laughs> I, I really admire for everything he's done in this organization for the last you know few seasons. But well, Drew, it's four more years. But but it's like how long are you gonna keep doing this? It's like, dude, like, it's almost like watching the old haggard stripper still there. It's like you don't need to be here anymore. You need to find something else to do. Like, put him back on the third pair. Yeah, it's where Justin he belongs. Braun is, Justin Braun is Smarty Jones after he broke his leg. He's still good though. It's not his fault. He's just older and slowing down. He's a third pairing defenseman at this point in his career, which we said two years ago, and they keep trotting he's him still out good, there. But he's slow and not fast. They're gonna trade Provorov. And then Shut up. Sandheim's going to be the first pair of <laughs> This is the kind of spicy content I like. And then... No! <laughs> if you have to trade somebody... they got to get Kefnay somehow, Drew. Right, and Konechny's having a resurgence playing under Tortorella, so it makes sense now to trade your quote-unquote top pair defenseman and then float through the entire season with six guys who can barely crack the third pair in the NHL. What have we got here? A fucking comedian. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm going to have fun and you're... Jesus Christ. Uh, garbage day. Garbage just day. play sound clips? Yeah, that's, that's what... <laughs> we play sound clips for the next, like, 15 minutes. <laughs> that's what I do now. I just don't... I don't... I don't, uh, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't think... I get well, maybe they'll trade everybody. Who knows? Trade trade everyone. No one's safe. Get rid of them. I don't them. really know that anybody on the team has any real tradable value outside of the people we just talked about. So I yeah. don't think it's going to get better before it gets worse. Everybody. And in that regard, do you think that the skeleton necromancer in Diablo is a viable build for Endgame? Well, I think what you need to do is, is you need to, if you're power leveling, you can always like you do a, a leveling build, then you respec when you get later in the game to actually because sometimes they, these these uh, end game builds that are really good, and you need to actually have enough skill points in them. I do that with my paladin. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, I, my skeletons are getting torn apart by Diablo. Remember, you only get one respect per difficulty. Are you using Jeff? What's up? What curses are you using? Uh, just amplify damage and then uh, corpse explosion. But the problem is uh, Diablo doesn't have any corpses around him to explode, so he just butt fucks my skeletons and then kills me. Well, are you a nightmare or a normal? I'm just playing a normal. I just got to level up more. I've been coasting through <laughs> You're the game normal. because these skeletons and golems are. I'll come there and wipe that out real quick. Look at these split if I, if I do say so myself. Thanks, buddy. Fist of heavens like with a little bit of holy bolt. Of yellow drops with. I feel like the the gear is severely lacking. Because you need to you play make, more. You gotta make simple rune words, Jeff. I didn't get that many runes, honestly. Just run the Countess like five times. Well, I'm fucking working on it. <laughs> I was trying to beat Diablo so I could go up at a difficulty level and get sweeter loot drops, but clearly that's not working. If we have any female listeners, they definitely are the driest I've ever been listening to this. <laughs> Just so dry, like an old sponge. And it's like, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Add this to my dating profile. Like, uh, once a cleared a chaos sanctuary by myself at level twenty, no potions used. <laughs> what? Uh, what? What did you spec your sorceress as, Doyle? I'm going Hydra Frozen Orb. Oh, 
that's a good choice. I went Blizzard with mine before. That was a lot of fun. You just basically just like AOE everything. Yeah, now Cold Mastery is broken because it actually can break immunities. Oh, dude. Time to make a sorceress. Dude, we must do this. All right, guys, listen. We want to talk about more of this, but we got to take this <laughs> off the air and go touch our turgids while we uh, play together. Uh, this is bringing it back, people. We're having fun again. Um, don't forget, it's Noir November for now. 17 days, so make sure you get on that train. <laughs> Shut up. Don't forget to watch the Flyers this week, and in between, watch do that. Maltese Falcon. Just, that's, that's a great one, seriously. Movie holds up. Still great. December skip, 1st. Skip the Flyers and watch uh, just. And skip the Flyers coming up in December, because December 1st, I'll be in Maryland. It's not far from Philly. It's northeast. It's not far. Nice little vacation town. And then uh, they got uh, December 3rd, I'll, Saturday night, I'll be in Delco. Go at Drew Papsky on all social media. Find my link tree and uh, look at my OnlyFans. I mean, ticket sales. And we'll do that. All right? So uh, catch you next time and uh, make a Blizzard Sorceress. This has been the Broad Street Bully Podcast. With your hosts, Drew Papsky, Jeff, and Doyle. Available anywhere you get your podcasts. Check out BroadStreetBully.net for the latest episodes and daily content about the Philadelphia Flyers. Follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at the BSB Podcast. Yeah, da, 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 da.